Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. And you meet UNLV for the championship. Uh, I think what she said was, hey, if you're going to play in this tournament, you might as well win it all. And you are one win away from doing that. Yeah, it's been a you know a long week, but a, a fun week. The girls have played with a lot of enthusiasm and uh, just uh, had a lot of fun playing with each other and, and pulling for each other. And the John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Has it been the experience, uh, you know, with the young team that you hoped it would be? You know, has, has, has it been worth the trip so far? Absolutely. Everything we wanted to accomplish to this point has been accomplished. So we just want to win it all, John. But, you know, we wanted extra playing days. We're starting, as I've said many times, a, a junior college uh, age team with mostly sophomores and freshmen. Um I think seven fresh, seven sophomores, two freshmen started today, and uh, you know the, the future of this team is bright. Uh, so yeah, we've been able to get about 11 extra practices in, some hard practices, and, and we've gotten better, and we've learned how to win some win games that we were losing earlier in the season. Now. From the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Cool guy, Aaron Sexton. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, we're glad you're with us on this Thursday afternoon. Glenn Moore in the open. Congratulations to Glenn Moore and Baylor Softball. They are the NISC champions for 2022. That is the uh, softball version of the NIT. Baylor went to Fort Collins, Colorado. They win the championship game today, 4-0 over UNLV. And uh, Aaron, we were just talking about it uh, during the Open. It uh, might be a boost for this team like it was for Scott Drew when the Bears won the NIT back in when 2013. Yeah, and you know, made the finals in I think two thousand two thousand nine. Yeah, yep. I was gonna say yep. ten, but yeah, that's and uh, you know the the Lady Bears made the finals twice. Yeah, uh, you know those those extra games and playing in postseason tournaments, getting that experience for the younger players, it's it helps. It's important to the program, and like you said, we, we saw it especially with the Baylor men's program when they won. That's you know. They kind of turned a corner then. Yeah. I mean, not that oh, they yeah. hadn't before, but, I mean, it, it really helped. Yeah. So maybe that'll be the same thing. That's what Coach Moore hopes it will uh, will do, hoped it would do uh, to get some success, a young team, and they end the season with a win. So uh, congratulations to Baylor Softball, the NISC champions. NISC, again, National Invitational Softball Championship tournament uh, played out in Fort Collins, Colorado. Baylor got the win yesterday, 5-4 over Kansas, come from behind fashion to win that game to get a spot in the championship today and then uh, shut out UNLV today for nothing. So congratulations to uh, Baylor softball with that uh, NISC championship. Their season comes to an end. 
Baylor baseball season comes to an end. A little different uh, uh, route and story for uh, Baylor baseball. Uh, they were run ruled today by Oklahoma State, 11-1 the final score. So the Bears go two and out in Arlington at the Big 12 tournament. Aaron, today, uh, um, uh, run rule lost to the Cowboys. Uh, one run on three hits for the Bears today against an Oklahoma State team that yesterday dropped into the loser's bracket with a 4 nothing loss to Texas in which they were obviously shut out but had only three hits yesterday. Today, they put up 11 runs on 16 hits and get the victory over the Bears. Yeah, and it's a, you know, a, it's a rough ending to what hasn't Hasn't been a fun season for yeah. Baylor baseball. Injuries, um, you know, uh, blown leads, and then a few, you know, blowout losses mixed in there. It's just, uh, it's been a long season. There's been some highs, you know, the 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 comeback o- over Oklahoma State in the first game of that series, the eight runs down. Um, the comeback was it UTA? I believe there were five runs yeah. down in, yeah, that's in one right. of the midweek games, and they right. came back and won that. But you know, it's it's. Uh, the uh, high points have, have definitely been uh, been fewer this year. Wins over, uh, remember, LSU and <laughs> UCLA back in Houston. Right. A long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> those mean, it, were really big wins. And really wins uh, when the team was closer to full strength. You know, they had pretty much everybody, their whole pitching staff, for the most part, uh, back when they won those games early in the season. Yeah, and then that was, you know, when you get those two wins, it really – ramped up expectations for this year not yeah. you know people had high expectations anyway but then you're like oh you know they can compete with anybody and then like you said you know you have two of you you lose two of your starters weekend starters to injuries and uh you know it kind of rolled downhill from there yeah just decimated by injuries this year hate that um but uh, there are uh, you know there are seasons like that where there's seasons when you go through the year uh, with uh, hardly any injuries at all, like Baylor basketball, uh, the NCAA championship. Think about that year. They had hardly any injuries, and they were really blessed in that area um, this year. Uh, but there were other seasons when Baylor basketball, like this past year, you know, they had more than their share of injuries. And uh, certainly baseball has been through that this year as well. Yeah, I mean, you look at the men's and women's team in basketball. Yeah. I, I believe both teams were playing with basically eight players. Actually, yeah. the women – Probably more, but yeah. yeah, probably if you want to be honest about it, seven. Yeah, most of the time, most games. So I mean, you see, you see what a huge difference it makes, and uh, it's kind of a well. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Obviously, you know, it's injuries, but uh, it does make a huge difference. So bear season is over. Baseball wise, uh, they finished 26 and 28 with the two losses in Arlington. Uh, lost yesterday, played well, got good starting pitching from Blake Helton, lost yesterday 4-2, and then today uh, fall to Oklahoma State 11-1. Cowboys had a lot of motivation in this game. You know, they're trying to get a host spot in the NCAA tournament, the ranked number nine in the nation, uh, maybe even uh, host a super regional, you know, if they can uh, keep rolling, maybe win the Big 12 tournament. So, um, to, you know, every game is tough in the Big 12 Conference. Every game is tough, no matter who you play. But uh, Baylor season comes to an end in Arlington. All right, uh, we'll visit with Derek Smith coming up in just a bit. Derek uh, did play-by-play for Baylor baseball all season long. He's as close to the program as anyone uh, besides the players and coaches. So get his thoughts on the season, wrap it up. 
Um, and uh, the game today, the loss to Oklahoma State. We'll have that coming up in just a few minutes. We are off and running on this Thursday. We're glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, the Allen Samuels Studios, brought to you by Allen Samuels. Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Let's check weather, have more. We'll be back on the other side. Stay with us here on ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Tonight will be quiet with temperatures cooling to 60 degrees under mostly clear skies. High pressure takes over for your Memorial Day weekend, bringing returning sunshine through next week. We'll top out at 93 degrees tomorrow, 94 on Saturday, and becoming a bit breezier on Sunday with a high of 95. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsborough and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Hey guys, this is Tori. And this is Brian at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Come see us for our very first Memorial Day charity event, serving up Moroso's world-famous pizza. Get your bike shined up at our bikini bike wash and grab a cold beverage served by our Harley Hooters girls. Come enjoy our local band, Phoenix Theory, around 1 p.m. And the Republic Gun Club will be here with us raffling off some really cool prizes with 100% of the proceeds going to our local vets here at VFW 121. So y'all come see us at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Where you'll never ride alone. 
Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Oklahoma State sends Baylor baseball home early from the Big 12 tournament. Bears go 0-2 in the Big 12 tournament. Rangers split their series with the Angels winning last night 7-2. Rangers start a series with Oakland tonight. First pitch 840 and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. In the NBA Eastern Conference Finals, Boston takes a 3-2 lead in the series with a 90-83 win over the Heat. Tonight in the Western Conference Finals, the Mavericks at Golden State. Tip is at 8 o'clock. The Warriors have a 3-1 lead in that series. Franklin beat Lorena yesterday in Game 1 of the Region Finals 8 to nothing. Game 2 tonight from Baylor at 7 o'clock. Bosqueville beat Munster 11 to 1 in Game 1 of their series. Game 2 tonight from Weatherford 7 o'clock first pitch and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. with us john morris show on this thursday brought to you in part by alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram fiat your friend in the car business on the web at alan samuels dcj.com came by uh alan samuels on my way to the station earlier today aaron and again that construction continues out there there's a path that's uh pretty easy to get onto the lot so you can go look there you can, look, you can look on the web at uh, alansamuelsdcj.com, uh, but maybe maybe uh, browsing around and talking to someone in person is the uh, optimal choice for you. You can get in there. There's, there's uh, construction, but you can still get into their location and uh, check it out. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. We're also brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, it's your bank. Aaron uh, went to a graduation this morning, 9 a.m. graduation. I don't like it. Oh, it's good, though. This one was good. <laughs> it was worth it. If it had been at 6 a.m., I would have been there. Oh, I understand that. I just, I, I'm not a, you know, I like, I, I like know. evening graduation. And not just because of my schedule. I just right. think, you know, it's, it's. I understand. It's a little well, more cachet let, to have it in. Right. I know, but let me tell you, it was for the uh, kindergarten class. Oh, okay. At Woodway Christian School. That makes total sense. <laughs> right. Okay. So it was great. Class of 33 uh, kindergartners, uh, the class of 2022. Yep. Uh, Would it be this guy? Yeah, that guy graduated (laughs) from kindergarten. He's now on to first grade. That's right. So uh, congratulations to Truett Beard and everyone in the class there at Woodway Christian School. Really, really great year for him. Uh, Ms. Binger is his teacher, and uh, Suzanne Sims also uh, one of the kindergarten teachers, of course, na- of course, Nancy Purdy is uh, 
don't know what her title is, the headmaster or she's in charge there of Woodway Christian Schools and does a great job. And it was a very, very nice graduation this morning. So really happy for uh, for Truett and all the uh, graduates now, the kindergarten graduates at Woodway Christian. I wouldn't have missed that for the world. No, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> it was fun. But they had a um, photo opportunity, kind of a photo booth set up outside in the lobby mm-hmm. where they had a background that said something like, congrats, grads. Oh, that's great. And, and then they had balloons up around it. And the uh, students were uh, able to take one of the balloons. And then there was a graduate uh, beach ball attached to the bottom of it. So that was pretty cool. Uh, but looking at the balloons, it was funny. You know, they said, congrats, uh, congrats, grad, uh, you did it. And one of the balloons said, finally, you know, which for a graduate <laughs> fits pretty well. But for a kindergarten graduate, yeah, it's, it's so finally, so, it's a, <laughs> you're six yeah. years old. You finally graduated kindergarten. <laughs> Man, it seemed like it lasted five years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was funny, but uh, it was really nice and uh, got to take one of the balloons and the beach ball home from the uh, ceremony this morning. So well done, Woodway Christian School. We appreciate that. Thank you, Ms. Binger. You have uh, you have changed Young Truett's life forever, so thank you for that. And uh, now it's on to summer, so now he's looking for a pool to jump in, I think. I mean, it's they had a field day this afternoon, and today is the last day of classes, so he's looking for a pool to jump in pretty quick. All right, congratulations to uh, Woodway Christian, to uh, Truett Beard on his graduation today from kindergarten. Lots of other graduates, graduations around the area. Uh, and that's a real accomplishment, you know. Do you remember? Do you remember your high school graduation? I do. I do. Uh, Does it stand well. out? What stands out? Um, just having my family there. Yeah, cool. Um, that that high school and college graduation, I had. I was lucky enough that almost all my family made it. Nice. So it was really cool. That's great. Do you? Did you have a kindergarten graduation? We did not. That, I don't think I, I did uh, either. Uh, you know, old dinosaurs like me and you, yeah. we we kind of predate yeah. uh, the kindergarten graduations. Right. Which is cool <laughs> I'll to speak have. for myself, old dinosaurs like me. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm right there with you, if not ahead of you. So I don't think I did either. High school graduation was great for us. Ours was outside at the football stadium. This was in Danville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's sweating out the weather, you know, to make sure the weather's okay. Because if you have to move inside, then right. they limit the number of guests you can have. See, uh, ours, ours was at the... Uh, Old Robinson High School Cafeteriatorium. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a cafeteria slash auditorium. Right. You know, with the stage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know exactly. It was, what you're it was still, it was still pretty awesome. Cafeteriatorium. <laughs> That's great. So uh, congratulations to all of our graduates uh, around the area and uh, good luck as you move on the next step of your lives. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Derek Smith, play-by-play for Baylor Baseball. Also, following uh, up uh, play-by-play, his first year for Baylor women's basketball. It's been a long school year for Derek. He's been busy and does an outstanding job. But we'll visit with him, talk some baseball as the Bears bow out of the Big 12 tournament with the loss today and their season comes to an end. Take a break and be right back. John Morris Show. Brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They are graduating to a new building on uh, South Loop 340. Beautiful new building. It's right next to Busby Feed and Seed. 
Uh, if you drive by on Loop 340, you can see it there, and it looks really like it's really, really close. John Embry says uh, mid-July, early August is the target date to move and move in. A lot more space there, going from eight acres at their current location to 19 acres at the new location. So uh, really cool to see that new spot go up, and we'll keep you updated on that for the move of Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Safe to say they've got all of your steel, pipe, uh, metal building needs. They can help you with any and all of those Check it out at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, available 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. And we are brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. $10 bill, if you can give me that coach's name right now without looking. Not $10. Ah, oh, Aaron. Are you just not saying it because you don't like TCU? Kirk Sarloos. Okay, Sarloos. Vaguely familiar. <laughs> For refusing to commit to memory the rivals of the Bears. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotes Esquite jalapeno roasted corn, plus our their new Barria menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Barria enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. The Real Texas Gun Show returns Saturday, June 4th and June 5th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at our shows. They have plenty of guns of all types and ammo to go with it. The variety at the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show is so much more than just guns. You'll also find hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show June 4th, 9 to 5, and June 5th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. May 25th through the 29th, the best teams go to bat on the biggest stage at the Phillips 66 Big 12 Baseball Championship. Join us at Globe Life Fields in Arlington, Texas, and experience college baseball in a climate-controlled environment in one of the major league's premier ballparks while enjoying the surrounding attractions. The Phillips 66 Big 12 Baseball Championship. Tickets on sale now at TexasRangers.com slash Big 12. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Looking for answers to your financial questions? In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we break down investments and wealth management in a Q&A style format. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. 
Paleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, nonstop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was gonna help solve their problem and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, We've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. We are pleased to have you with us today, and we're pleased to welcome in Derek Smith, the voice of Baylor baseball, women's basketball, PA at McLean Stadium, a little bit of everything, pregame, postgame of Baylor football. Uh, Derek, that long season I mentioned earlier uh, came to an end this morning for you, but I'm sure you would have been okay with going a few more uh, days, if not a few more weeks. Yeah, absolutely, John, and uh, thanks for having me on. It uh, you always it, it always feels abrupt, even when you have yeah. a sense that it's, uh, it's coming. And you know, for the guys, I would have liked to have seen them have more success. And you know, you knew you were going to have to win going in it, so that was going to be a tall task. But you were hoping that they would have that chance, which I think they might have had if they'd been able to hold on and beat TCU yesterday, to be in position to make it interesting later in the week. Yeah, good point. Let's talk about that game first. Uh, had a lead over TCU. Frog scored late, won the game 4-2. to two. Uh, yeah, That was a tough loss. I mean, you had the number one team uh, in the, uh, the number one seed and the regular season champs kind of on the ropes and then couldn't finish it off. Yeah, and that's you know, and that's kind of what we saw at least in the Saturday game in the uh, in the regular season. Baylor played TCU well all four ball games they played this year. It was just you know TCU is the champs because they didn't really make a lot of mistakes this year, and they kind of had that feeling that they were never out of it. And the tough thing was for the Bears with all the injuries and the way the season went, there wasn't there's really not a lot of margin for error, and there were a couple of defensive not necessarily errors in the scorebook, but uh, opportunities to record outs that they let slip in the later innings. And, of course, TCU as a Big 12 championship team capitalized on those. And, you know, the Baylor offense just didn't do enough yesterday to overcome that. They were right there with them. But, unfortunately, that kind of is the difference between a team that, you know, played as well all year as TCU did and a team like Baylor that dealt with injuries and had guys in new roles and just sort of felt felt snake bit at times. Yeah, so many injuries uh, with this team. We'll talk more about that. But then today was Oklahoma State, team we saw just a, a week ago, very, very recently. 
But, uh, gosh, they, they've got some bats, don't they, Oklahoma State? Man, that lineup up and down is, is so good, and they don't really have any holes. And, you know, they've got a couple of monster bats at three and four, and Jake Thompson and Griffin Dorsheen. And Dorsheen, with no wind at all, hit a, hit a home run that proved to be the game winner <laughs> that really changed the game today. But they don't have any easy outs in that entire lineup. And that, that, that proved to be a tough matchup today. I thought Baylor hung with them pretty well in Waco, of course, getting the comeback win. But today, just not kind of enough firepower. Yeah, 11-1, the final from this morning, run rule win for Oklahoma State. So the season comes to an end, 26-28 and 28 for this team. You mentioned it, the, uh, the injuries, specifically to the pitching staff. Uh, that was just so much to overcome all year, wasn't it? It really was, and I think in the end, that's what, in my mind, took Baylor from being a tournament team, you know, to a team that, you know, ended up being the number eight seed and needed to win the entire tournament to get in. This year was funny. You know, you saw a lot of the games, John, you called a lot of them in the Big 12. Almost no one was able to put together a three-man rotation that lasted this year, either due to injuries or due to just uh, poor performance. You know, Baylor wasn't the only team, so it was that kind of year. But you look at the rotation that Baylor had, if it had been able to stay healthy, Tyler Thomas, uh, Blake Helton, and Will Rigney probably match up as one through three, maybe if they're healthy, the best rotation this year in the Big 12, at least certainly based on what we saw from them. And admittedly, somewhat limited sample sizes for Blake, for instance. But that rotation probably, in my mind, if it stays healthy, Baylor could be a top half of the Big 12 type of team, but obviously it didn't work out. See, it very much didn't work out that way, um, what with all, all three of them getting hurt. Yeah, that's tough. And then the bullpen, you know, which uh, which has been so good in years past, you know, with the old guys, just didn't have that those experienced arms in the bullpen, you know, and those guys were just put in tough situations a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the one thing really from the Texas series on in particular it seemed like Coach Rod kind of knew we're going to, because of the numbers game, we're going to have to leave guys in longer than he wanted to because he didn't have the numbers in years past when you've got Jimmy Winston and Ryan Leckich and Joe Heineman and Drew Robertson and Alex Phillips, where if one guy starts to falter, you can pull him quickly and bring someone else in. Or if you know you know, maybe uh, 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 Drew Robertson's effectiveness after, you know, when two innings goes down, well, you can just be ready to bring someone else in. They really didn't have that luxury this year. And unfortunately, the best pitchers at times were put in situations because of that where, you know, they had to go a few batters longer than they wanted to. And against Big 12 hitters, in the end, oftentimes that'll come back to, uh, you know, they'll make you pay. And they did that at times. Derek, one thing about this Baylor team this year was uh, they would fight. They would battle, and we saw that on a number of occasions, just how they really, really, uh, you know, left it on the field every game. They did. That's a good point. And that's something Coach Rod mentioned a few times. You know, you can kind of tell sometimes in a situation when the frustration, you know, for a team could mount to a point that it has an impact. And it didn't seem like anyone let that happen this year. And I think it speaks to the – the caliber of guys on the team and the coaches that they came ready to work every day. And even in tough situations, they, like you said, they kept, they kept battling. They did. So when they were down in, in some big holes early this year, it made it interesting, most notably to come back against Oklahoma state. 
But, you know, they really did battle. And I think it's, you know, it's unfortunate sometimes, you know, we think about, I know we people know we have great student athletes at Baylor, but you always want to see that when you win. But I think sometimes you see that when things aren't going so well. And unfortunately, that was the case this year. But the guys would certainly, I think, make people proud by the way they approached, the way they played the cards they were dealt. Derek Smith, our guest, play-by-play for Baylor baseball, Baylor women's basketball, a multitude of other duties uh, with Baylor athletics. And uh, it's the end of the year, end of the broadcast season uh, for all of us, Derek. Now, uh, you know, softball finished today. They won. Baseball finished today. That's it. Track and field is still going. but We don't uh, ordinarily broadcast any of those. What's it like for you to get to this point in the calendar year where it's the end of the uh, school year and the broadcast year? Well, you know, it's funny. Like I think I mentioned, it always feels a little bit abrupt, even when you know it's about to come. And you always wish it could last a little bit longer because, you know, you always want to call those games that, you know, are for, a, you know, a Big 12 title or for, a, you know, advancing in the postseason. But, you know, I also know in the back of my mind for everyone, it is a long year and you need to rest and, and recharge and find some, some downtime so that come uh Come late August, early September, we're ready to go at full speed. Mm-hmm. How's Veronica? Is Veronica kind of uh, counting it down till you get to this point? Also, <laughs> yeah, she she you know she always wants the teams to win, and then but she's also glad when the schedule slows down, and that's going to be the uh, the case. We got a few big uh, we got a few big bucket list items. We actually bought a house this week. So oh, fantastic! That's going, to, uh, that's going to take over our lives here, I think, uh, coming up. But I'm hoping we can still find a little bit of a rest time in the middle of all that. Very nice. Hey, congratulations. I'm glad that that went through and uh, y'all got Very the house. You. I've got boxes and packing paper I can hand off to you, okay? <laughs> hey, I might need to come over <laughs> and pick that up. I don't Absolutely. An arm and a leg for it at U-Haul. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't, don't yeah. do that. I've got plenty <laughs> that I can hand off to you. That is great. What else? You got any trips uh, coming up? Any vacation trips this summer? Well, we we will see. The uh, knowing that we had a house decision upcoming sort of put all that on hold. Right. So now that that's official, we'll see if uh, we'll see if that's in store. Hopefully, I, I, something will be. I just don't know what. Gotcha. Let me ask yeah. you the question. Uh, this will be fun. Uh, I'll ask you the question I get asked a lot. What, what's it like, and, and what are the uh, differences and similarities of working all the different sports at Baylor? Ooh, that yeah, that is a good that is a good question. I know you can answer that. Well, too, I think, you know, for me, um, you know, baseball and basketball, you know, I was really reminded this year, obviously, are two very different, different sports. You know, basketball, it's sort of about keeping up with the pace. You know, if you can do that, you don't really have a lot of of time to fill. Um, You know, the game just kind of dictates that for you, whereas baseball, you've got a lot of time that you can and mix in uh, stories or anecdotes and, uh, you know, look for ways to – you have to make that come alive a little bit, which is, I think, fun about baseball. Yeah. But it's also fun that in basketball you don't really have to do that. It's the, uh, it's the uh, action of it. You know, I think um, – you know, I've been used to being around baseball and softball for a while now. You know, I enjoy the everyday nature of baseball, but mm-hmm. then also the kind of everyday intensity of basketball. I think mm-hmm. when there's a few less games – it makes every game seem that much more that much more intense. And so watching the way the players approach, say, two games a week in basketball instead of uh, four has been has been interesting. And something else is the road trips are different. There's mm. a lot of downtime on a baseball road trip, whereas I've noticed so basketball road trips are a lot more regimented because they tend to only last about somewhere between, I would say, 30 and 40 hours yeah. as opposed to a long weekend. Yeah. 
That's a good point. There's more travel in baseball than any any of the other sports. Um, let me ask you this, back to baseball, uh, and you and Max talked about this in the broadcast today. There are some guys on the Baylor roster that have some pretty big decisions to make, you know, whether they come back, whether they move on, you know, at this point. What do you, what's your feel on some of those guys and, and uh, maybe what that roster might look like next year? You know, my honest answer is I don't really know anything for sure. I always try to stay away from, you know, particularly as the season is going on, asking guys too much about their futures. In a lot of cases, they don't really know. My, my, my sense is there's decisions to be made on all fronts and that some are probably farther along than others. But my, it seems like the reality is that they all have some decisions to make and they have two good options, pros or coming back for another year. And I think they really do have to weigh the pluses and minuses because in each case, I think another year back could could benefit them. But I also think if they get a, uh, I, you know, if, if they get a amount they like, or if they get a uh, a pick at a certain level in the draft that they like, it's going to be hard to turn that down. My hope is that they do the best thing individually for each of them, and my hope is that at least in a couple of cases, you know, that that might be coming back for another year because Baylor could certainly use a couple of those guys, be it McKenzie, Nevin, Richardson, or Pineda back providing leadership and some real productivity for next year because they were very productive all year long. Yeah, I'd love to see that. That'd be great. All right, final question. Uh, you have uh, dealings that uh, a lot of people don't with Coach Rod, with uh, John Strauss, with Mike Taylor, with Justin Grassi, with everybody, you know, within the baseball program. Uh, just tell everybody what it's like, you know, to to get to know those guys, get to know, get to know them really well and work with them on such a close basis. You know, for, for sure. I think, honestly, that's kind of one of my favorite parts of this job is getting to know the coaches that I've been able to work with, uh, you know, whether it's a baseball, softball or women's basketball. I, I have a ton of respect for for what they do and the work they do. And with this baseball coaching staff, you know, baseball is a tough game um, at the college level to coach. It's not a you know, no game is a fair game, but I think baseball definitely has some elements of that. That, that make it challenging. And I love the way they approach it with positivity, with a, a mindset for the guys to get better, to make them tougher. They, uh, they, they really love Baylor. And I think what we have are a, uh, a, a group of coaches that, you know, they all come from different areas. You got coach Rod and coach Strauss from the West coast. They've got a slightly different mentality and coach Taylor from Houston, who's very Texan. And it makes for a really nice mix with a very, uh, you know, a diverse mix of guys on the baseball team, I think we've they're just a really good group, and they've been able to weather the hand they were dealt this year. And I think that showed with the way the guys approached it as well, because you know, if teams can take on a little bit of the character of their coaches, the fact that they never packed it in says something about the job the coaches did. Yeah, very well said. I agree with that completely. Hey, thanks very much. Uh, be careful. Uh, oh, this is the last question. What'd you think of Globe Life Field? Um, uh, and, and just the change in the atmosphere, you know, there compared to Bricktown Ballpark in Oklahoma City. Well, you know, it was really nice. The uh, very nice ballpark, as you would expect for a new major league ballpark. I love the fact that we all had our own booths and didn't have to move around. Nice. The coaching staff loved that there were restaurants down at the end of each dugout where the guys could sit and watch the game in comfort, watch the game ahead of them in comfort and not have to, uh, you know, sit back in a dingy hallway somewhere. But the ballpark was really fantastic. I have a soft spot for Oklahoma City. I think it's a great host city. But 
it's unfortunate for them that they really can't compete with what Globe Life Field offers in terms of comfort, in terms of the aesthetic, and in terms of just the fact that you've got that roof and you know you're going to be able to get the games in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, hey, thanks very much. Uh, Be careful uh, traveling, and I will see you real soon. And uh, really, thanks for your good work all year. Well, John, thank you for all you do and for the opportunity to be a part of this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'll talk to you. Talk to you soon. Hopefully we'll both be a little rested here soon. That sounds good. Thanks, Derek. Have a great day. All right, Derek Smith uh, really does do a great job with uh, everything we ask him to do, and that is a lot. Baylor baseball, Baylor women's basketball, uh, pregame, postgame with the football uh, game broadcast, and uh, PA at McLean Stadium as well. So thanks to Derek. Great to visit with him. Season comes to an end today for Baylor baseball. And again, the final tally will read 26-28. and for the Bears this season, out uh, two and Q in Arlington in the Big 12 tournament. All right, take a break. When we come back, we've got some uh, Baylor football and basketball news to share with you. So we'll have that when we come back. We're glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and the Allen Samuels Studios brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management. Take a break and be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. From CBSSports.com, Shehan J. Rajesh. Fundamentally, the question is, what is tampering? I think that one of the biggest things we're seeing right now is players recruiting other players. You know, guys who maybe they played high school ball with or travel ball with or anything like that, even just know from the recruiting world. You know, we heard about that certainly plenty with the Caleb Williams case, right? I mean, we hear that right now with Jordan Addison, that Caleb Williams has reached out to him. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make your dreams come true in 2022. First Central Credit Union has no closing costs and low interest rates on home equity loans now through June 30th. Build dreams with your home's equity for home renovations or unexpected expenses. Get quick decisions from a local institution you trust. Apply online today at firstcentralcu.com. Loan subject to credit approval. Membership eligibility and loan policies. Rate subject to change without notice. Restrictions may apply. Minimum home equity loan is $10,000. Member NCUA. Republic Gun Club invites you to Harley-Davidson of Waco for the Memorial Day Benefit, Saturday, May 28th, beginning at 11 a.m. Enter the raffle to win a Black Rain AR-15, Big Iron LTC class gift cards, and dealership gift cards. Cutoff is 3.30 and the drawing at 4 p.m. and you must be present to win. Proceeds benefit Local Legion 121. Great food, live music, and the Republic Gun Club raffle at the Memorial Day Benefit event at Harley-Davidson of Waco, Saturday, May 28th at 11 a.m. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 88 
80. Did you know there are more Lego figures than there are actual people on Earth? Did you know that a well-known fast food chain once created bubblegum-flavored broccoli? Or how about that gorillas burp when they're happy? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor, and I like teaching you new things. When it comes to foundation repair, there are a lot of things to learn, and you can get overwhelmed in a hurry. What kind of peers? How do they work? What kind of warranty? What about my plumbing? Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get sucked into that vortex of this guy versus that guy or this method or that. At The Foundation Doctor, we offer more methods and options than anyone in town. We've been doing this a long time, and we know what works. Let us teach you what we know and guide you through this most challenging process. It doesn't have to be painful. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Whether you own a convenience store or the corner sandwich shop, TNS Financial Solutions of Waco wants to be your ATM and credit card processing partner. They offer state-of-the-art ATMs and credit card processing and boast a combined 20 years of experience in offering top-notch customer service. TNS Financial Solutions equipment has the most up-to-date software and capability needed to keep up with today's fast pace. If you need an ATM for your business, learn more at TNSFinancialSolutions.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Oklahoma State sends Baylor baseball home early from the Big 12 tournament. Bears go 0-2 in the Big 12 tournament. Rangers split their series with the Angels, winning last night 7-2. Rangers start a series with Oakland tonight. First pitch 840, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. In the NBA Eastern Conference Finals, Boston takes a 3-2 lead in the series with a 90-83 win over the Heat. Tonight in the Western Conference Finals, the Mavericks at Golden State. Tip is at 8 o'clock. The Warriors have a 3-1 lead in that series. Franklin beat Lorena yesterday in Game 1 of the Region finals eight to nothing. Game two tonight from Baylor at seven o'clock. Bosqueville beat Munster eleven to one in game one of their series. Game two tonight from Weatherford seven o'clock first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. with us final segment john morris show on this thursday we're glad you're with us today warming up outside but uh we'd say not unbearable uh give you an update on our move derek said he and veronica just bought a house they'll be moving soon and i'll be glad to hand off some boxes and some packing paper to him <laughs> we'll be done with those here in the next uh few days or so but our move is continuing and uh Borrowed, uh, borrowed a truck and trailer yesterday i don't know if i told you that but man we got a lot done Thanks to Steve Wilson for loaning us that and got a ton of stuff moved yesterday. Uh, borrowed a pickup truck today and uh, have uh, made a couple of trips out after the uh, graduation this morning. Um, so we got more done today and we've got movers coming tomorrow morning, Aaron. They're coming at 11 
And these guys will be moving the big stuff, the heavy stuff. Okay, I was wondering. I yeah. was like, no, no, I'm gonna leave that to the pros. Moving service, yeah, <laughs> I, I am. Um, so we'll we'll move the majority of it, but the big items, the the heaviest of items, I'm gonna leave to those guys. So they're coming tomorrow morning. So we got things moving, uh, literally and figuratively, and uh, it's fun. It's exciting for the Morris family to be moving. Uh, out to uh, 309 Ranch Gate in McGregor. It's right behind Harris Creek Church is where we are moving and really, really excited about it. All right, mentioned uh, Baylor basketball news and football news. Uh, which one you want first? You want basketball or you want football? Basketball. All right, basketball. I, I don't think I mentioned this yesterday. Adam Flagler is coming back to Baylor. That's big news. Dipped his toe in the NBA waters and said, no, nope, I'm going to come back. So, I'm excited about that. Adam Flagler coming back for another year at Baylor. Yeah, I mean, he was their leading scorer last year. That's that's huge news. Now, if you look at the returners and the freshmen they have coming in and, you know, the uh, the players they brought in through the transfer portal, and they won't be playing with eight guys next year. No, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun, and they'll, they'll be ranked – at least top 10 preseason, maybe top five. And it should be another fun year where they have a shot at another, another number one seed and making a deep run into the tournament. Isn't that great? I it mean, is. that's, that's where the, the expectation level is. Now. Absolutely. That's and great. Never thought I'd see it. Uh, yeah. You know, just growing up as a Baylor fan and a lot of lean years, yeah. you know, in, in that fandom. And uh, it's just been so great with Coach Drew here. You know, the, the strides that the program has made, you know, Culminating in the national championship two years ago. Yep. So that's good news. Adam Flagler is coming back. Uh, Matt Meyer has taken his name out of the NBA draft, but it looks like he's intent on transferring. Uh, Matt said he's got four schools that he would be considered finalists, uh, four schools he's looking at to possibly transfer to. Uh, That's North Carolina. We've mentioned that before. Illinois, Memphis, and Texas Tech. Can you see Matt Meyer in a Texas Tech uniform? I can't, and I don't think it's, you know, I don't have any inside information, but I I, I don't know. I, I've always said that I think he'll end up in North Carolina, and if they do, they will also be ranked very high, probably maybe number one in the country. Ooh, I mean, yeah. they've got Baycott coming back. Right. They have a, I can't remember the point guard's name, but, you know, he was all-conference and yeah. like third-team All-American. Uh, they're loaded uh, coming back next year, too. So, But, yeah, I, I – you know, I wish him well, and, and he's going to be on an outstanding team. I just hope it's not Texas Tech. Yeah, wish him all the best. That uh, When they transfer in conference and you're going to see him, you know, at least twice, maybe more than that, that's that's just tough. Yeah, like the uh, – like the, uh, and I'm now I'm blanking on his name. It happened last week, the Tech player that transferred to Kansas. Oh, yeah, McCuller. McCuller, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you couldn't – you know, there wasn't <laughs> I know. 300 and something Division One schools. You couldn't yeah. find one that that – didn't play your old team twice right, a year? Right. I just, I don't like it. But, you know, every, everybody's got to do what, you know, they got to go to the best fit for them, and sure. maybe that was the best fit for him. So we wish Matt nothing but the best. Uh, good luck to him. We appreciate his time here. Uh, now to Baylor football. The Big 12 has announced some game times for the year, uh, specifically for the first three weeks of the season. Baylor will open on September 3rd at home against the Albany Danes. And remember, that's a game that uh, Baylor had to plug in with the loss with uh, Louisiana Tech pulling out. 
But on September 3rd, that will be a 6 p.m. kickoff. So that's good. It'll be nice and toasty on September 3rd. At least it's not a middle-of-the-day game, and uh, 6 p.m. is uh, preferable for early in the season. So that is the kickoff time. It'll be on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. September 3rd, Baylor's football season opener against Albany. Week two, we go to uh, Provo, Utah to play uh, the BYU Cougars. That will be a 9-15 kickoff time, central time. So they're they're probably mountain time. So that'll be 8-15 mountain time in Provo, but 9-15 central for Baylor and BYU. It'll be televised, uh, they say, either ESPN or ABC on September 10th. Then September 17th, come home and play Texas State. Final non-conference game, and that is an 11 a.m. kickoff on September 17th. It'll be broadcast on FS1 to wrap up non-conference games for Coach Aranda and the Bears. Then a couple of other notes uh, schedule-wise for Baylor football. October 13th, a Thursday night game at West Virginia. So so that'll be fun. Go to Morgantown on a Thursday night. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff on FS1, 6 p.m. Central Time on October 13th for the Bears and the Mountaineers. Then how about this one, final game of the regular season in Austin, uh, and it's Baylor in Texas, and that's uh, Thanksgiving week, and it will be the Friday after Thanksgiving Day. So November 25th, it'll be Baylor and Texas in Austin. No game time set for that yet. That'll be either ABC or ESPN, so really a high-profile spot there on Friday, November 25th, the day after Thanksgiving for the Bears and the Longhorns in Austin. So. That'll be fun to watch, and there are some of the uh, schedules that are now in place for Baylor football. Everything else will come with the uh, 12 or 6-day advance notice. Um, So that's all we know right now as far as kickoff times for Baylor football for the fall. What do you think about those? Anything grab your attention? Uh, The Baylor-BYU game, that's that's an ESPN national telecast. Yeah. It's a late game, but, you know, that's on – the original ESPN, not mm. on, you know, the many, many other ESPNs right. that exist. So, so high profile really is. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and then, uh, you know, the Texas State game, Fox Sports 1, mm-hmm. you know, another national broadcast for, for their non-conference games. So, uh, and then, like you said, the uh, the uh, season finale at Texas, um, probably the last time that Baylor will play Texas in football for quite some time. Now, they're scheduled to be in the conference Pass this year, right. but I, I just don't see it happening. Right. So there's Could a be. high probability this may this will be the last time they play Texas in football for uh, a good long while, and uh, that could have huge implications as far as the Big Twelve title. Hopefully, it will. Yeah, because <laughs> it means that Baylor's playing for one. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that game, and like you said, it's going to be on a Friday, and that'll be on national TV, and it'll be a standalone game, and it'll have a lot of eyeballs on it. Yeah. Very cool. So there's a few of the games. Look ahead to the fall for Baylor football. Let's mention some uh, birthdays before we get out of here. Uh, it is, let's see, Jordan Williams' birthday today, former Baylor linebacker. Harry, happy birthday to him. Kerry Hansen's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Kerry. Um, Judy Schmeltikoff up in Fort Worth, better ha- half of uh, 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 the Schmeltikoff clan up there. So happy birthday to uh, Judy, Jeff is her husband. Uh, Don Moe's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Don, retired from the uh, Equipment Depot 
group here in Waco. Happy birthday to those folks. Let me look at one other list. Uh, that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Any Anybody else to add to the list? I do. I have a few today. Um, we'll start with uh, Stevie Nicks. Huge solo career, but obviously started with Fleetwood Mac. She turns 74. Actress Pam Greer turns 73. Country singer Hank Williams Jr. also turns 73. Singer Lenny Kravitz turns 58. Academy Award-winning actress Helena Bonham Carter turns 56. Legendary Hall of Fame sportscaster Brent Musburger turns 83 today. South Park co-creator Matt Stone is 51. And finally, even though I'm not a Cowboys fan anymore, I'm still a fan of Micah Parsons. They're all pro second-year linebacker. He turns 23 today, so happy birthday. He's 23. Brent Marsberger's 83. Yeah. Very cool. Boy, it puts it in perspective, doesn't it? Kind of does. The 60-year age gap there. Yeah. All right, good list. Happy birthday to those folks. If we missed you, I do apologize. we got to get out of here. Matt Mosley is coming up next, 4 to 6. Remember Tom and Ward weekday mornings, 7 to 9 a.m. on Game Time, right here on ESPN Central Texas. We're Lord willing. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. Thanks to Derek Smith for being on with us. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next on ESPN Central Texas. Well, i got to tell you, John, that was a kick in the bread basket. (laughs) 